Ned, Ned Waterford. Well, uh, well, man. Hi, Arby, sir. Ned Waterford. How are you going, lads? <laughs> we're, we're going all right. We're going okay. It's actually a bit warm in here tonight for some reason. It wasn't warm all day, but it seems very warm tonight. Maybe I'm just hot and bothered with you coming on there. That's maybe what it is. I, 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 I'm just going to pull you up on something as well, lads. <laughs> the, when you were talking about the big guest, I hope now you weren't talking about the frame. We're, we're talking about personality. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking hey, that's about so good, good, good. Ned is the head distiller at Waterford. Now, I'm going to say, Ned, if you'd have said a few years ago you would be the head distiller of somewhere, would would that have been a bit of a surprise for you? One hundred percent, Martin. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So, I suppose this is my first whiskey job. <laughs> and uh, uh, how lucky am I? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I would have worked for uh, Diageo for 15 years in the brewery in Walford, and uh, then it closed down. Uh, they closed Elveston Dock and Kilkenny, and uh, then Mark Rainier came in and bought the site and, yeah, started to make whiskey. So I was fortunate enough to meet Mark early on and um yeah i suppose maybe six months into it he, he, he offered me the job then no you, you worked for this in the smithics brewery okay what was your role there what was your role there um so so i suppose i started back in uh 5th of january 99 and there's a couple of guys who started in uh, august 98 and basically what it was is at the time it was one man one job so there was all the older guys they wanted to retire so um they did a deal to leave in younger lads like us to basically train cross-functionally so we could do all the jobs mm-hmm. but my first job i thought was brilliant i was driving a, a three and a half ton forklift taking <laughs> taking oh yeah Taking taking fifteen kegs off the line and loading trailers and putting the empties up. So yeah, I thought it was evil can evil on that. So I had worked on farms <laughs> for a good while for a good few years. So I was well used to that. Uh, so that was my first gig, and then it was uh, training in, in the rest of the areas as well. Like so, I know it, it was a great crack. It was a great uh, great start. Yeah. So Spendex closes, and. You were lined up to get another job somewhere else. There's another little aspect yeah, of the story. Yeah, so, so I, I suppose yeah, just before, the, well, uh, Diageo spent uh, 40 million euros in 2003. So the, the brewery itself kind of uh, conventional brewery stopped and they started making um, uh, Guinness Foreign Extra or GFE, so which is concentrate Guinness. So mm-hmm. And then that closed in 2013. So I took a year out and I had a job. I was after going for a job uh, interview um, and I got it in one of the pharmaceutical fact- uh, factories in, in Waterford in um, uh, Bashanam. And, um, and I was due to start that. And I went in and I had a meeting with Mark. And as happens, you listen and Mark talks. And uh, he, he said, listen, what do you want? Like and I said, well, Tell me you have a job. Tell me you don't have a job, or you might have a job in a couple of months. I said, uh, I'm due to start a job. This is on a Thursday. I'm due to start a job on Monday. So, you know, I'll leave it up to yourself. Came out of it, didn't think it went very well. Uh, got contacted then to say, listen, uh, yeah, 
sure you can start. So there's no conversation about money, what the job was or anything. So uh, yeah, yeah. But you, when once when, when you meet, once you meet him, you you kind of want to work from. Yeah, I, I, I will just um I will just say that's probably the best. Passion sort of beats everything, and he is a really, really passionate guy. Yeah, know? yeah, I mean, yeah, it just yeah. comes across. And yeah, I, we'll talk about this a little bit later. But I mean, the whole project of Waterford, his fingerprints is just all over the whole thing. I mean, it's literally just all over the whole thing from the yeah, whole way like, up. I, I, I can, I can honestly say, uh, everyone that started in the distillery knew nothing about whiskey. <laughs> um, so. He, like, it was his idea, so, like, terroir, it took me about a year to try and pronounce it properly. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, I, so, sometimes I still don't, just to annoy him. <laughs> uh, what do you say, terror or something like that, Ned? Terror, 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 So, yeah, so no, none of us knew anything about whiskey. Yeah. Um We knew about brewing and, and, and all the other bits and pieces and how the, how the, what was the brewery uh, worked, how that did work, because a good few of the lads came back, Paul and Anthony and, and a few of the other guys as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was basically his vision, and he he kind of set you a task. Uh, doesn't give you the ins and outs of it, just what the end goal is, and off you go. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, the whole project has been really a bit of a revelation. i be honest... When it first started, when when they're talking about the single farms and the the one point ones, I just found it really confusing. I, th- I just did. Um, I don't think I was alone in yeah. this. I think I think pretty much everybody was like, no. How, "How's this going to last? If you know, if you get one bottle that you like, can you never get it again?" Kind of thing, and it just was confusing. Yeah, yeah, I, and I'll be perfectly honest. It was confusing for a lot of people, including some of us. <laughs> and I think so, and, and I'll probably get in trouble for this, but sometimes when you're kind of in, in the moment, you can't see, you know, you know what they're talking about, you know what they're on about, and, and, and you can't see why people can't get that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, like I suppose to very first day, um, kind of Mark said to me, the Waterford whiskey is the Cuvée. That is what Waterford is about. Yeah. And um, I think he used the term something like um, single farms are going to be a stepping stone or a snapshot. Yeah. But I suppose then what happened was the single farms went bonkers. <laughs> uh, people went mad for it. And we probably lost lost the narrative a little bit. And we probably got caught up in the hype ourselves a little bit. And yeah. we probably brought out too many single farms. That's, you know, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, because I don't think I get sacked for saying. <laughs> Hope like, not, yeah. I don't think I don't think you would because I Nair, I get I haven't met Mark Rainier, but I've seen a lot of videos of him. I think he's the sort of boy he likes people to tell it as it is to his face and to other people. Mm, <laughs> sometimes Justin. <laughs> okay. No, no. In in fairness, yeah, no, he he does like he does, but uh, uh, see, as well, the thing about Mark too is. Um, People think that he's a shit star, mm. and he's not. Like he just, he just believes what he's saying, and he's just committed to it. Like you yeah. know. Um, so w- when the when the single farms came out, then they were obviously, you know, they went to be crazy. Um, yeah. And you know the prices on secondary markets were ridiculous. Uh, 
And I, I, one of the things that bringing out a good few single farms probably did for us was uh, it, it kind of shut down the secondary market a little bit. It did. People kind of were saying, uh, I can't collect all these, and that's what we wanted. We don't want people just collecting and collecting and collecting. Yeah. We want people to uh, drink it, enjoy it. They may not worry about terroir code. They may love the terroir code. Um, and they may not agree with it, but it's a conversation uh, yeah. uh, opener. So I, I think by bringing out so many of the single farms, uh, initially it probably got rid of the secondary market a little bit. I think you know. I, I think it did. I think everybody sort of wanted everything with one point one written on it. You know that was that was kind of yes, the, yes, the, yeah. And then yeah. once they kind of had that that sort of data, and then once you're starting to get one point twos and so on, people are going, ah, well, I can't, you know. So yeah, yeah. But I think all of that confusion really probably wasn't confusing for you, but it was for from a consumer yeah, point of view, yeah. it was confusing for us. Now the bottle when it came out, this doesn't look like a whiskey bottle. Okay, it doesn't look like your traditional bog standard whiskey bottle. It's it really does stand out. Now why was the blue picked, or why was this? Why was this shape? Um, it it. it. <laughs> It, it, I suppose it was a deliberate thing because one of the things that we are is a natural whiskey. So we're not using any enzymes. We're not using uh, caramel E150A. So uh, the color didn't matter to us. The color of the whiskey doesn't matter to us. And a lot of people, when they buy or look at a bottle of whiskey, they'll say, oh, that's a lovely color. That must be old and it must be good. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I, I, I think I think that's kind of uh, sums up what Mark doesn't like, doesn't want. You know, yeah. people should be buying uh, a bottle of whiskey or whiskey for flavor, for complexity, for interest. Yeah. So straight away, it was we. You know, we don't want to be shown off the color. Um, the color we get is from the casks. Uh, and that's why we use the range of casks as well, like you know, so we can get some, we can get the colours from that. Um, so that's that was the blue, uh, well, maybe not blue initially, but a colour that, a coloured bottle. Uh, mm -hmm. Blue then is, I suppose, is is a Waterford colour. It's the, one of the county colours, maybe not as dark as that, yeah. but it's definitely a, a Waterford colour. And uh, yeah, so I suppose that's where it started. There was a lot of. Uh, conversations and work around the design then and around the glass top or the vinyl locks as well. Um, a lot a lot of people, awesome. uh, I was a bit uh, skeptical at the start, mm -hmm. but it's, it's an excellent, it's an excellent stopper. Yeah, and uh, the other thing, yeah, the other, the other thing Mark wanted as well is he didn't want, like people assume um, corkage doesn't affect uh, whiskey and it does like, you know. Yeah. So, so he didn't want that to affect the whiskey either, like. Yeah, I, I, so people get very confused about what corkage is. You know, whenever they get offered a bottle, of, a, a drink of wine in a restaurant, and they see, yeah. is it because there's a bit of cork floating in it? No, it's because what happens is there's a there's, there's a fungus. You know, the, the fungus that grows inside cork if, it, yeah. if it's not treated right, and then obviously that taints and stuff. Yeah. Now there was a, there was uh, an uh, argument. There was uh, an uh, argument to say that whiskey uh, was strong for it to hang but it doesn't still taints it yeah yeah and and even if the if there's a degradation or if there's you know of the cork itself and it's you know it, it just you yeah. know what we have there the vinyl lock the glass the glass mm -hmm. stopper uh is a very clean oh, uh, stopper cool. and it, it works well with the bottle but it's very functional as well and it wouldn't be cheap 
I'm just going to say that I don't think it would be that cheap to make. To no, it's not. Years. It's not. It's not cheap. No, <laughs> it's not cheap. There, there was there, there was a lot of discussions. Um, I suppose with everything that we're doing, it's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, we're, and we're not doing something because it's it's expensive. We're not buying it just because it's it's expensive. But what we're doing is looking for uh, something that's a, a high quality. Uh, mm -hmm something that fits the brand and something that you know uh we we want um so all these little bits and pieces add up i think sometimes the cfo uh john adams might uh query <laughs> some of it but at the end of the day uh he's 100 percent behind it as well because yeah everyone knows what the starting point was and what the goals are so you know we're we're, we're all just going, yeah. going ahead with that right yeah getting back you, you, you offered a job as head distiller, having never distilled it. I assume you brewed stuff. I assume you had worked with in the brewery. Yeah, yeah, so you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've done the fermentation stuff. So I assume that you're probably thinking in your head, I can do, I, I'll be doing something along those lines. I'll be doing the fermentation part. But you got offered head distiller's job. What was your initial reaction to this? Um... Uh, when I said, I remember I was in the office and uh, he built me up and shot me down in the one sentence. <laughs> and uh, he said, I'd like to, you know, I want to offer you this head distiller job. I, I think you can do it. I think, you know, you're the right man for the job. He said, but you can't fuck it up. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, we'll be getting sick of we'll get <laughs> I do apologize because... for the bad language, ladies. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Oh jeez, no. are we not of course? <laughs> Justin gets um, Justin gets Zuckerberg twice and he's now paranoid about it. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, yes, yeah, because he said kind of I think he he was actually he was putting his head his neck on the block kind of because yeah. I, I think all along we assumed that uh, there was going to be bringing in a, a distiller. Mm -hmm. But but what Mark didn't want is he didn't want um uh, someone who didn't know how to distill, which is a bit of an irony because I didn't know how to distill, but there you go. <laughs> but he, he yeah. wanted someone who could actually run, um, you know, the stills and, and and run the whole lot and, and understand that. Uh, and initially, I'd say uh, he didn't think uh, I'd be kind of doing this kind of work. Yeah. Uh, because I don't have really the, the face <laughs> for the for the telly. I don't have the voice for it either, but there you go. Uh um but yeah no listen so it, it was a big undertaking and i i know myself i learn by doing things yeah. and hands-on rather than reading and, and all that um so fortunate enough uh we went to Isla, uh and we went over to uh, brookladdy obviously and they were brilliant adam and, and the whole team were and alan were brilliant um and we went to a few other distilleries as well and that's the one thing about the whiskey is the whiskey community is, you know, everyone is willing to share and talk. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all doing something slightly different. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, totally. it's, they're the same principles. It's just how you decide to do it after that. Yeah. So that that was a big help, and uh, I I remember just you know being in Brookladdy and spending a bit of time with the still men and stuff and. That's where you. That's where you'll pick up the the little tidbits, like you know, with the, with the guys who are actually doing it and and things like that. So, like I suppose we were fortunate enough back at the distillery to have uh, 
Everton they are barred still and that like you know so so that was that was the that was the, the only thing we had to get in the brewing stuff was all was all there yeah. um so yeah so it 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 was um it was daunting uh but what what i found out afterwards too was mark was kind of looking for someone with uh, fresh eyes to it he didn't want someone coming to it who had uh, preconceived ideas and yeah. and the whole lot uh, and again i suppose i thought when we came to the bottling uh, I didn't know I was going to be involved in that. Uh, I thought he'd probably have a bit of uh, an inter interaction with that, and he didn't. Uh, and we had a conversation about that one day as well, and that went uh, that was fairly straightforward what she was saying. So, uh, yeah, I suppose th there's a huge amount of um, of ownership give given, like you know. Yeah, the the. Uh Everything got started up, and you got you, you got the stills in. And the first day you're firing these up, how nervous were you? I, I assume there was you're you're probably standing there going, "Please, please, God, I hope I haven't." <laughs> well, to, to be honest, the first day we fired them up on on, on grain was uh, on barley was the ninth of December, twenty fifteen, and I wasn't nervous at all. <laughs> because we had uh, we had we had uh, John Regan and his team from FDT uh, who had commissioned you know who had do, done all all the work on the engineering side uh -huh. and we had the four sites guys there yeah so, so they were the ones who were concerned <laughs> and I was asking questions and you know it wasn't my responsibility I suppose at that stage it was yeah. you know the commissioning process so when we fired them up initially you know that that was kind of um, that was kind of that, that was the thing and i suppose when 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 the guys went and we went live yeah that was that was uh, daunting all right yeah. but the first the first few times it was you know uh, it was like those training wheels there for me so it wasn't too bad like, you know and yeah you're, you're just and in fairness like and you're just sort of thinking if anything goes wrong here i can blame four sites <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> exactly um so you know we we were actually we were actually very very lucky um, wh when we started up the first year I think we we only had something like four hours downtime in the first year, which is amazing. It's amazing. That is amazing. But I mean that yeah yeah the amount the amount of work that goes into all the stuff getting all that set up is I mean is, I mean it's an incredible fact. I mean even just to make the stills. Whenever you, whenever you look at what it is they have to do, it, I mean, it's a, it's a real art. I mean, it's a huge thing to do, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I suppose, you know, uh, the, our first stills that we used were, were and rightly so called, the Inverleven stills, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and we have since, uh, in the last three weeks, we changed them out and we put in uh, new stills. So they're Waterford stills as such, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and those... Uh, in Verleven stills that were reconditioned by four sides, you know, served served us really, really well. The last few weeks, Anthony, who was our engineer, was probably on tenter hooks a little bit <laughs> because those little bits of uh, weeping here and there and leaking and stuff. So they they were definitely on their on their last legs, but they, they served us really, really well. Like you know, yeah. So where where are they? Just to, if, you, if you have them, I'll get them out the back garden and maybe have a word with myself. Yeah, no, actually, actually, the the wash still, which was the still. 
that was uh, outside Brooklady outside Brooklady with the wellies in it is now up in our garden with wellies in it, <laughs> and the spirit still is uh, inside in the down on the ground level. So you know if people are coming in, they can get to see that as well. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're 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 retired, but they're still uh, they're still there, like you know. Yeah. No, Marty, we're getting a lot of good comments in. Oh. If if you're watching online, remember to comment, like, and share, especially in YouTube and Facebook. It's repeated tomorrow on LinkedIn and Instagram. Eddie Torney is is Torney is saying Ned is a good character, great story, <laughs> and uh, a lot of people singing your praises tonight, Ned. Uh, Peter Galbraith saying, uh, Ned is an amazing guy, and congratulations to him on the Waterford Distillery success, success story. And uh, Conor O'Hare said, Mark is the man to put Irish whiskey back to number one. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, listen, it's it's been great, I suppose. It's it's, and thanks to the uh, the people for all the lovely comments. Um, uh, and it's you know you know everyone likes the plaudits everyone likes to hear the, the nice things um uh, but like at the end of the day there's a, a huge not, well there's not a huge team but there's, there's a great team at the distillery and okay. uh, you know there's about 22 or three people there now and there's a fantastic team everyone everyone uh does a great job you know there's not just you know people just don't do one job if you know what i mean everyone yeah. kind of chimes in and gets involved and the whole lot like so uh yeah. what i'm you know, doing this and, and putting the whiskey together, like we have four great distillers, uh, we have the engineering team, we have the you know the marketing team, the whole lot, like and yeah. uh, and the management team as well. So it's it's a it's a real team effort. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about Waterford, you have to talk about terroir. Okay, this is let's yeah. be honest. That's the big project. That's the project of the whole thing. Now, I'm, I'm yeah. not asking you to explain terroir because it's, it's a real it's one of these very nuanced things that doesn't really translate but it's basically location translates to taste that fair enough uh yeah yeah i suppose location in terms of uh uh you know topography climate climate is the big thing like you know so mm -hmm. if you're saying location it's it's the climate to that area as well yeah now we Should had we? we had Grace on. We had Grace on who just Yeah, yeah, you had Grace. She just probably blew, can, that's, blew can, can you say a grominous? Can you say a grominous, Marty? Can you? He knows I can't say that, so he keeps at it. Always, <laughs> you, 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 you say it again, Justin. Agronomist. That's not right. No, agronomist. Ah, you can't even say it right. Agronomist. See the way he bullies me. See the way he picks oh, me. No, no. Marty, Marty. <laughs> and he's dragging you. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't say it at all. I I all, all you have to do, all you have to say is Grace was on. Yeah, uh, that's it. You know, Grace was on. Grace was on. <laughs> crop, uh, crop, crop water. Yeah. Crop water is how she described herself. We can't mention Grace because the admiral might try to message you tonight or something like that. It, it, the, admiral, the admiral, the admiral from the tobacco barn distillery was absolutely blown away, but he thought she was just. But because he, he owns his own farm and had, the the tobacco barn distillery is. Uh, Feel the glass yeah. distillery, and he, yeah. he he was picking all these tips off her, and she said, "Oh, you know, nitrogen fertilizer is not." It. So he just stopped using nitrogen fertilizer, and he says, "Oh, she saved me a fortune." <laughs> yeah. So, so it's given yeah, out free. I, I, I was, uh, yeah, that that's one of the things. Like, I suppose uh, we did a, 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 an information sharing day one uh, a couple of years ago with the farmers, and you know, farmers want to put nitrogen on the ground for a better yield. 
Yeah. But protein is a, is a big stumbler, stumbler block for us with our mash filter. Yeah. So, you know, we were saying this is the reason we don't want high proteins. And a couple of the farmers then went went away and said, right, okay, we're going to drop back on the nitrogen. We're going to put nitrogen on it. Uh, we're going to sow as early as we can and just put the nitrogen on early and see how we get on. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the farmers from that uh, got a lower yield, but actually had a little bit uh, more money out of it because they had less inputs. Yeah. And they were able to talk to the other farmers. And, you know, that kind of thing was happening. So yeah. they were interested. Like, I, I think we've about 97 different farmers um, to date, but yeah. the farmers want to get involved. Of course they do. Uh, like we're not we, we we're not involved with the farmers directly because Minch Malt is 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 the maltster yeah and we have the contract with them and they have the contract with the farmers, but they want to get involved because if a farmer is growing potatoes or uh, or he's doing milk or barley or pigs or hens and he's doing it on a large scale yeah they don't know where it goes in the food chain no so we have you know we buy roughly about one hundred and twenty. 25 tons of green barley for them and if they don't bring it into Dalton's uh, Dalton's in Kilkenny will go out and collect it and that's because you know when we're talking about terroir there's two other T's that are under our provenance umbrella which is traceability and transparency yes. okay so we we know we know from the day that the field is sown uh, until it gets into the bottle uh, what has happened and the mm -hmm. farmers can get to see their name on it. Uh, like, uh, Justin, do you say a cheese town or Marty? Do you say a cheese town? I have a cheese town here. Yeah, so that's that's Philly O'Brien from Kilkenny. He's just he's just outside Kilkenny, just between Kilkenny yeah. and Venice Bridge, like, you know. Should we bring this up, Marty, and, and show people how this actually Yeah, works, should bring this up, because that's I've only shown people just how detailed the stuff is that you guys do okay now if you go on a waterford uh website and you click up in the top right hand corner there's a little button that says terroir okay, okay? Uh, it's saying the enter code in marty right i'll give you i have this she's town bottle so i'll enter the code i'll tell you the code and you put it in okay so it's f015 f015 e01 E01. Zero one. Zero one. Hit enter. Hit enter. Right. Look, you see, look at the level of detail you're going to get here. Now, this is the farm. This is the field that this whiskey, the, the barley that went into this whiskey was growing in. Okay. Now you go down and you have the name of the farmer, when it was the date it was harvested, for which market, how many bottles there is, what it was bottled at. Okay, you keep going. If you keep going down, there's even a map of where it's exactly located, just north of, oh, it, of Waterford oh, Distillery. It goes into even much more detail. It gives you the history of the she of Sheestown. It gives you the history of. Um, oh, hold on! I have to do this. The place of the lush grass is surely a fitting place to grow barley. Would I get a job <laughs> doing the advert? Would I, Ned? We'll put you, we'll put you on the shortlist. How about that? I would make it as long shortlist if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. If you go down, if you go down, I mean, it tells you, it show, actually shows you pictures of the fields. It, it actually shows... plays you the sound okay. of the single farm. <laughs> you can actually hear the seagulls and all if I play this, but I won't play it. Yeah. It just gets mad. I mean, uh, Ned, 
the, the level of detail here, okay, um, the amount of stuff that you're putting out on here, the logistics of just putting all that on is, is I mean, it's incredible. How, how, are, you, how are you managing yeah. all of this? I suppose it's coming back to, you know, when we were talking about terroir, to have real terroir, you have to be able to show it. Um, mm -hmm. And you have to be able to trace it and show it. So uh, we equate it to a, a three-legged stool. You know, if you pull away one of the legs or one of the tees, the stool falls over and you don't have it, right? Yeah. So while everyone is talking about terroir, I suppose, there's a huge amount of work that went into setting up this at the very, very start. Um, so uh, there was a um, an in-house uh, system built, called, we call it ProTrace, and a guy called Keen Duran, who, who works with us, he, he built it, and I suppose he's a bit of a character in that he he, he came in doing some uh, computer work, he ended up, he got a job as a distiller, and it was soon discovered that uh, we needed him more in, in, in the IT side. Uh, so he built this whole pro trace thing. So it, it does everything, it, it traces everything first, but it also feeds into revenue, into uh, accounts, and into everything. Okay, so it's mm -hmm. it, it's in house, and it's it's blockchain uh, times fifty probably. Right, okay. it, it's 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 unreal because you know it it, it could do everything up down in now. So we would collect around eight thousand data points. So. The, the thing had to be set up right from the start. Yeah. It had to be properly done from the start. So, like, we can win and we can see uh, fermentation hours. We can see uh, um, pHs and original gravities uh, at the start of yeah. uh, fermentation. You know, you, we can see uh, when we do our cut points on, on the stills, temperatures, the whole lot is there for us. For us. So, that information on, on there that's only a snapshot of it you know yeah. I, I, I was joking there a while ago saying i think we could probably set up a hotline uh so people could ring in and ask some questions like you know <laughs> well we'll put it like this this blockchain you could bring out the water for whiskey cryptocurrency of blockchain just gonna run all that for you <laughs> Uh, you, you'd never know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we'll buy into that. We'll buy into that. We'll be able to use it to buy these expensive miniatures. <laughs> the prices of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's madness. I have to say, when you were, when you were showing the picture on the story with the, the Bitcoin out of it, I was wondering, did someone just take a nip out of it just to see what it's like? I, I just screw it back on again, hope nobody noticed. That, just a wee touch of solder. If, if I was to it, that's what I would do. <laughs> Murray knows what I'm like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to have a nip of them all. Yeah. No, no um, so Waterford have done all this, the terroir, and they've done the, 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 the traceability, which is a, on a totally different level to everybody else's, really is. Uh, mm. Now, you've had great success with with the, the single farms. Now, you've had two micro cuvées out, the, the, the small cuvées. Um, what, I'm trying, I suppose I'm trying to say what, what's... What's the logic behind the two micro cuvées? Because there's one come out last last week. Um, are these just the picnic, picnic, or picnic? Pick picnic. This one. Yeah, I came out last week. Last week, yeah. So the micro cuvées is just having a bit of fun. Mm -hmm. It's it just you know uh, 
I suppose none of, none of our whiskies are serious. Let's be honest, we're not, you know, we're, we're not the, the, the most serious uh, set of people involved in the distillery in the world. Like, you know what I mean? But the microcoovies are a bit of fun. So the picnic um, started as an idea where we were uh, looking at maybe doing a pink whiskey. Uh, because, you know, some of our French, I see Marty throwing his eyes to heaven there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would like the idea. I but, like the idea. But I suppose some, some yeah, so, some, some of our uh, casks are obviously French and they're from mm -hmm. Good Chateaus. But uh, so I had an idea. Listen, we try and do a pink whiskey. But with the cask I had, I couldn't quite get the color and the flavor. So. It wasn't working, so um, because it was micro COVID, and as well you see, I think it was only two and a half thousand bottles, so we could only use you know seven or eight yeah. casks. If we're doing forty thousand bottles, you could use more casks, like you know. So someone said, then you know, let's go for a summary vibe. So peak, someone said a picnic. So you okay. know, being all fancy and posh, I think Mark, <laughs> Mark said, oh, we go with picnic. Um, <laughs> um, so so yes, yeah, so I suppose the. For, for that one, it was kind of a, a, a summary light uh, feel. So I didn't use any American casks in it. I just used French and VDN casks. So okay. there's no American casks in it, which is, you know, unusual because most of the bottles we've out have uh, have, have um, all the casks in it. Bar, I think Ballyca Cavan didn't have American virgin in it because uh -huh. we didn't have any at the time. So it, it was just so it's just for a bit of fun, really. So the yeah. micro cubies are just a bit of fun. So we had lower out, which was uh, a winter warmer. Uh, we have peak neat there now, which is a, a summery one. So I think we might just, you know, maybe keep looking at the uh, the seasonal uh, bottles and just and do something like that, like you know. Yeah, uh, I, I I suppose uh, we, we'll have we'll have the biodynamic and and the organic out soon, and I suppose you know they might be. Uh, they're they're you know well they're not single farms they're a combination of organic yeah. and and biodynamic farmers yeah well I I I I loved the organic I thought the organic was superb um yeah. real the real cracking whiskey really really good now, I, I, I'm yeah. gonna let the cat out of the bag because Marty you you're expecting great things from this aren't you uh, I am to be honest I'll tell I'll tell you why uh, I think. The level of detail that has went into the whole project uh, and uh, the single farms, I've tasted a few of the single farms. Some of them are really good and some of them are not to me, but that's kind of the point. You know, there's, they are all different. That's that's the reasoning behind it. Yeah. And you've given yourself such a, a a wide brush, if you like, you know, such a such a wide scope of stuff to work with that I, th I, I think your cuvee is going to be something special i really do yeah well I, I suppose i have it here in the glass so you know um no it's it's i suppose the thing i suppose there was a few for making up the cove okay uh -huh. uh, the first thing is how many how many bottles do you want made so yeah. you know they say how many bottles you want and then you look at volume after that and then it's kind of looking for complexity and also looking for a bit of age because, you know, a lot of the whiskies that we bought out so far have been, you know, three and a half years, maybe four yeah. years. The, the, the Cuvée, uh, I think, is, uh, is four years, uh, six months and 10 days old. That's the youngest. <laughs> so there is a, there's a, 
you know, there's, there's others there that yeah. are close to five years, a little over the five years. So it was looking for complexity there. So I ended up using 25 single farms and a couple of organic casts as well, just, you know, just for mm -hmm. a, a little bit of a, a, getting them in there as well. Uh, and as well, I think 156 different casks used in it uh, from four cast types. Yeah. And it's just to try and get as much complexity into it. Yeah. Uh, again, Mark Zuckerberg mightn't be happy with this one, but Mark wanted uh, the Kuve to be a mindfucker with. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so that that's that's what the the that's what he looked for. He wanted that. Okay. Yeah. So that's 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 all he says to me. I want this to be uh, complex and intriguing with the single farms what they're trying to do is showcase that single farm in its best light yeah and with the cuvées you're trying to get single farms those farms to come together in uh in harmony to have complexity uh and whiskey that people like at the end of the day like some people don't care about the terror code They'll no. smell it and taste it, and they might like it. And if they don't like it, that's that's grand. We're not saying it's going to be the best whiskey in the world, uh, yeah. and it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea as such, like you know. No. But I suppose that's what the cuvee, uh, that's what the cuvee is. Waterford is the cuvee, yeah. Uh, be it the micros, cuvees, or 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 the grand cuvee as as this as this is probably. No, you're you're putting this together, um, no. When I go back to the 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 um the she's town I have here, okay, and it says yeah. head distillers observations, and you give your your tasting notes and your observations. So you know it's long clove, yeah. spice yeah. form. You yeah. didn't start with this kind of background. You weren't trained as a as as a blender, or I mean, you're a distiller no, slash no. blender. You do both of them. So how did you? train yourself up because with the best will in the world Ned, i i think whenever you were working in in the brewery flying about on a forklift and doing all the other stuff that you did mm. you're you're a very sort of uh in, in some ways a, a, a fairly um I, i'm trying to say that so that <laughs> a fairly sort of basic ordinary guy you know you're not you're not trained in the, the nosing of fine uh chateau uh, produced uh wines the way mark would be so how did you get from no. where you were to, to be in head distiller and blender in, in a real a really short period of time by i, I suppose the short answer to that marty is by being an ordinary guy yeah. um and at, at the at the end of the day like um uh, like what mark wanted was he wanted someone who was working he wanted a head brewer head distiller who are working day to day in, in the distillery, right? Mm -hmm. So, as as we're you know as we are taking the spirit off the stills, you know we're tasting it, we're nosing it, we know what it's about. And when it goes into the casks, I suppose the, the getting the casks together and understanding some of the casks was a challenge, and you know especially around the wine and the VDN because that's Mark's world, and yeah. and and it's a le learning for me, but. It's 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 that every day is a learning day. Mm -hmm. So the spirit the spirit going into the casks and then the casks themselves as they're developing with the spirit in it. I was tasting that, um, and uh, there was a row. I suppose well, not a row. I suppose Mark had a few words with me because I was trying to get uh, you know wh what did he want me to do like with the whiskey? Yeah, 
Um, and and uh, he, he kind of said to me, in, in, in exacerbation at, at, at one stage, and he, again, he probably used a, a few um, <laughs> uh, non-zuckable words. Expletive. I, I, won't, I, I won't say, but he said, he said it's, it's your whiskey. He said, you're looking after this every day. It's up to you to put it together yeah. whatever way you want. It just needs to be good, and it just needs to show off the single farms. And when we're doing the cuvées, it just needs to be complex. Yeah, and he just left me to it. Uh, so it's I, I, I listen. Hey, Marty, can I, 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 Justin? I leave me in a little bit of a secret. Right? I know there are not too many people watching. I'm as surprised as you are. You know. Uh, <laughs> It, like the pil the pilgrimage was my first whiskey. It was Waters' first whiskey. Yeah. Um. And people have said to me, which is the best? You know, which is your favorite? Which is your best? And the next one is going to be the best one. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the thing. Like you know, uh, the the picnic was out uh, this week. Cuvée will be out at the start of September. But you know, I already have the next ones made up, and it was a mere piece. <laughs> um, I already have the next next one's made up and I'm looking at uh, what do I need to make up for spring of next year yeah. so you know that's that's what I'm doing I'm, I'm focusing on you know the day to day stuff uh, at the moment like you know yeah I, I, I just seems it's such a steep learning curve and you've I mean the stuff being honest I mean the likes the, 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 the Gaia the, the organic one I, I honestly thought it was fabulous. I mean, it was really, really good. Um, uh, and and what I, what it, this this sounds a bit, um, like it, uh, there's not a huge amount of it down to me, I suppose. It's down to the it's down to the whisk. It's down to the barley, you know. So yeah. the barley for for us, the barley is the flavor. You know, yeah. we can decide. Then you know, uh, we, we 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 brew it. We Neil Neil does a great job brewing it. And then when we, you know, have the long fermentations, we're getting that fruity, fruity note on, on, on the malolactic fermentation. And then yeah. we, or what I would say is the stills decide, we decide what, uh, what, what distillate we have, what spirit we have. Mm -hmm. We can have a heavy, a heavy one if we have run a really fast, if, if, we, if we have low cut points. But we choose yeah. to have a light, elegant spirit. So that's where, the, you know, we do the work on the stills. And then we buy the best casks we can afford. We yeah. spend over thirty percent of our budget on casks. So our biggest bill is um, is uh, barley. Second biggest bill is um, the wood, and then the third biggest bill is my wages. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I like to hear. <laughs> my my director where it needs to go. Now, I think you're underselling yourself a little bit there because you um, you say you don't. Have yeah, much no, to yeah, do, but you, I, you I, I suppose the thing is it, it's. It is the team effort, like yeah, you know, it's team that starts with the farmers, so, and and it's the farmers, and you know, Minch Malt. Uh, what we do at the distillery, we have an excellent team. Then uh, Ballygarn, where we do have the bonded warehouse with Staffords, you know, we, yeah. we, you know, so it's that kind of it's it's a whole thing. Like, um, if if something is not right in a bottle of whiskey, it's I'll take you know that's me, like <laughs> you know, because it's up to me to. Put it together, um, yeah. but you no. Know, fortunate enough, like, like everyone has different taste profiles. Everyone has different what they like and they don't like. Um, I, I suppose one of the things uh, Ballycavan was very divisive. I think 
when when we bought it out. People, a lot of people didn't like it, but I, I did. I liked the bit of, I liked the bit of uh, cut in it, the bit of yeah, sulfur, the bit of rubber in it. I just liked it, like you know. Well, you can't please everybody. That's that's the one thing you have no, to remember. No, no. You just can't please everybody. And, and, you just can't. And that's we're not we're not about pleasing everyone. It's just no. about making whiskey uh, yeah. that we like and see see where it goes from that. Now, the the label. We have to have to talk about the label mm. because do we? Do yes, we do because we had we had Leah on who um, was on explaining about her her the label because it is it doesn't look like a whiskey bottle. Let's be honest, it doesn't. But it kicks out, it stands out of the shelf a mile away. If you have that bottle setting up on a shelf up there, <laughs> it uh, eventually yeah, yeah. It, does, it does stand out a mile now. I, I, we we saw that you had a little go at art as well, my friend. Yes. When you went yes, up, yes, when yes, up yes. to pick it up, and uh, Leah was telling us that you had a little dabble into the art world. How did how did you find that? I, I, I. To be honest, you're right. I, I wouldn't. I, I have a brother actually who's good at. He, he's good at art. He, he he did it, and he he does all that kind of crack, and he's very very good at it. I would be struggling to draw a straight line with a ruler. <laughs> you know, my my art is a matchstick man and uh, maybe a matchstick woman if you know if I can get away with it. Like you know, uh, <laughs> and that's my about. art. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but when so uh, I've met Leah three times now. Uh, the first time she came down to the distillery to see what we were about and go through, you know, what we were look, looking for and what the Cove concept was from a whiskey point of view yeah and uh then we went up to, on the end of may and i have to say it was one of the best days i've ever had in the distillery it was unbelievable so we went in and we had a film crew and you know they were making um making a film for for the groove on it mm-hmm. and uh when i went in um <laughs> leah said first okay we're going to do some drawing the first thing we're going to do is we're going to stand at either end of a table. We're going to look at each other and uh, we're going to draw a portrait of each other while we're looking at each other, right? Okay. okay. I think hers might have been better so, than yours, Ned. Just, just yeah, a pre yeah. in here. <laughs> so I was thinking, okay, sure, this can't be too bad because if I was to draw looking at her, it probably wouldn't be the best thing anyway, like, you know. So we were doing it anyway and, uh, and we finished up and I had lines all over the place and she had something as uh, Megan was with me and she said oh, that's not too bad that's you know it looks like like Shrek maybe but there you go <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, the tip was the tip uh, Leah said was you, you shouldn't have taken the, the pen off the page because when you take the pen off the page you're gone like you know yeah. so that was enjoyable but I had brought, brought up some samples of whiskey that went in the way and we were talking about the process of putting the whiskey together as she was talking about the process of uh, coming up with uh, the label uh-huh. and very, very similar thinking, very similar way of looking at it, which I found very surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said, listen, uh, we're going to get two canvases out and we're just going to talk, have a drink of whiskey and do whatever you want to do. And I'm not joking, you lads. My thing looked like, uh, um, you know, the children here could have done it. Um, but every uh, stroke that was on the bit of canvas I did meant something to me. 
Yeah. And I'm not joking. It was, it was an emotional kind of a day, yeah. because as we were talking about it, it it was just uh, it was just amazing. Yeah. Now what I did do was uh, uh, I have a picture. It's in my office. One second, I will get it for you now, and I'll see. Can I show you on the phone? One second now. This will be worth a fortune if you ever auction it. You know, Neb. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that, but actually. I, I was cheeky enough to ask Leah for her one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. And could you Very sign good. it as well just before I take it out? <laughs> oh, she did sign it. Yeah, the two was signed it, right? Now, one second now. So I don't know. Can you see this now? Hold, hold it still. Right, right, right. Hold it still over to the right, over to the right. Oh, we can see it. We can see oh, it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We can see it. I need that. Wait. There's two there. Which one did you? Okay. You've done the whole floor. The whole lot is that? No, no, no. The one, one of them is Lee, and the other one is my one. So my one is, uh, we say Lee's was the ones with the eggs kind of shape, and yeah. mine is just the the freestyle. Right. Okay. okay. Yes. So the two okay. of them sit, the two of them sit proudly uh, in in behind my uh, desk there in yeah. work. And uh, it was just, it was just, it was just an amazing day. Uh -huh. Um, and she came down there. Uh, over a week ago as well um, as we had it in the bottle and again we had a bit of a taste and then a chat and the whole lot there's Ned sticking, his, there's the young lad sticking his head in say hello Ned <laughs> hello Ned Junior Ned Junior is uh, is um, put all this uh, together for me there a couple of weeks ago so he's he's responsible for the, the display behind me Good lad. There's a lot of empty boxes there, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, no. Listen, ten out of ten for the, for the 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 window dressing and the set dressing. That that you're you're one of the best frame guests I've seen. You, the rule of thirds is <laughs> a third above you, a third of the side of you, and there's loads of the product. So uh, uh, that's that's good. Young Ned's doing a good job there, Ned. Uh, yeah, yeah. So so Leah was amazing. Uh, the whole process was just brilliant. Um, and uh, yes, so the art day, I think, uh, it, you know, it was, I, I think I was being set up initially, uh, you know, for, for a bit of comic entertainment, yeah. uh, but it turned out to be a brilliant day. It was just a magical day. Yeah. I think there's something to it because there's elements in both those drawings that obviously come from the same, same ether or ether or whatever, something like that. Mm. We, we've been we've been waiting months to see that picture, Marty, haven't we? <laughs> no. Well, if, if you get a if you get a chance to come down to the distillery, you can have a look at it in person, and you can see does it uh, does it live up to the building or not? Well, whenever the world gets back to normal, uh, probably back to yeah, normal, yeah, yeah, down yeah. a pay in, has it, man? Now, yeah, the cuvee is coming out in a, in literally days, probably, um, rather than yeah um, weeks. I've, I, I think it's it's the first week in September, which is only you know a couple of days away. Yeah. I'm not sure of the exact date. Uh, I I know we're doing something over in England around the middle of September, kind of a launch thing. Yeah. But um, I I think it probably will be on sale, probably around the seventh, eighth, ninth, something like that of September. Yeah. I think you know around that. Uh, all the usual outlets, I assume. All the usual outlets. Yes, it's going to be. Uh, I think there's about fifty thousand bottles, so it's not a, a rush out, and you know right. it's gone and and that. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's going to be 
it's going to be very interesting. Um, I suppose one of the, the thing I, I want uh, in a whiskey is uh, first and foremost is someone to, you know, smell it and smile and drink it and smile. And yeah. for me, whiskey is, is something that uh, brings me uh, um, back in time to memories. Uh, and, and, and that's, 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 you know, that's whiskey is, is a, a great thing for that for me. Yeah. And I think this whiskey will uh, evoke a lot of memories for, for people are uh, bringing back to childhood or working on a farm or <laughs> all that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the other, the, the other thing is like whis whiskey is, I think is an atmospheric drink. Yeah. So depending absolutely. on what form you're in and um, what company you're in, like because there's so many um, compounds in whiskey, you, you won't get them all in the one go. Obviously, you might get half of them, but depending on where you're drinking or who you're drinking with, uh, it's definitely an atmospheric drink for me. Well, I think whenever you see some of the tasting notes, I mean, I see one here that you had uh, on the thing. It's it's this nose is midsummer hay and it feels warm on your tongue. That's actually an, a, more an emotional style of thing than, than actually yeah what you you know it's hard yeah. to sometimes put any, yeah. any uh, words uh, what it is you're getting from something but you just put it in an emotion more than anything else now, now i'm gonna say i'm gonna uh, say uh, so, sorry ned uh i'm gonna say some maybe a wee bit negative here right mm -hmm. right yeah does this have the potential to ruin the whiskey industry because we have done a then and now tasting we have tasted old red label with new red label and the old red label was was flavoursome and fantastic compared to the new red label isn't that right marty yeah mm. so if this really is that good it is the potential to make some whiskies look really bad doesn't it um no i i, I don't okay. think so because I, and that's not that's not that's not uh, judging the question because I know in my heart of hearts, some people are going to drink drink this and think it's muck, mm. because right. you know everyone has different different taste pro, different tastes and different. Someone, someone uh, would you say when proper twelve came out? Mm. Uh, I was asked several times, "Oh, what do you think of that? You think it's bad?" You know, and I'm thinking, I said, "Listen, uh, a rising tide lifts all well, boats." Okay, one of my okay. favorite sayings. I say that all the time. Then, yeah, I yeah, genuinely. yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, like, and um, with proper 12 or, or something like that, if if millions and millions and millions of Americans are drinking an Irish whiskey, yeah, and it gets half a percent of them interested in other Irish whiskeys, what's the problem with that? It's yeah. a good thing, there's absolutely no problem. I mean, there's a, and there's a chart. If so, if 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 we like, uh, I'm not. We don't say what we're doing is right or wrong. This no. is what we believe, and this is what we are doing. And the other thing we are, uh, I'm cognizant of, is that we have very very good investors and very deep pocket investors. Mm. So for six and a half years, we didn't have any income. <laughs> we didn't have to pre-sell casks or sell casks or we don't do gin, and we are in a fortunate position. We can do that. Other distilleries have to cut their cloth. Yeah. And they will have to do what they have to do. And everyone is passionate about their project and what they are doing. Yeah. This is just what we believe in. As I said, Mark is not a shit star. He's someone who passionately believes in terroir. And he will he will he will go on and on and on about it. Okay. Yeah. So the question is this going to ruin whiskey? I don't think so. 
Uh, I, I think what it might do is, is it might... Up, up, uh, they'll get, they're up their game. They'll have to up their game. Uh, well, I, I think I think first and foremost, it could put a spotlight on uh, on on Irish whiskey. And, you know, you know where's your brain coming from? Um, not everyone can trace it and not everyone can, can do that. Um, and if people are interested, at the end of the day, like we have a terror code there. Someone might buy the whiskey and don't care about the terror code. No, you know, exactly. they mightn't care what goes into it. Well, that's fine. Like, and there's other whiskeys out there for, for, for everyone as well. Yeah. But what we're doing is we're doing everything to the best of our ability. And we are saying uh, it's provenance. Yeah. And barley is king. It's, it's the buzz, buzzwords. But it's, it's as simple as that. It's terroir traceability and transparency. Yeah. So you want to know about your whiskey? We can tell you about your whiskey. If you don't want to know about the whiskey and you like the taste, it was brilliant. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to say that you can tell us what it is on this bottle, I'm able to find out that the fermentation time was 131.5 hours. The type of yeast, the type of barley that was used. The type yeah, of, yeah. I mean, you, you even list, you know, you're listing on this where the uh, sorry, the the cask fell. How much there was, and and you get yeah, out the yeah. casks and stuff. I mean, the level of details, yeah. incredible. Yeah, like, because you know we we have that. Like most distilleries have what each cask was filled at. They have that. Yeah. We have it. You might as well see it. Like you know. And the yeah. other thing is, you know, a, a two hundred uh, liter bourbon it shows a nominal figure. Like yeah. it, it can go from one hundred and eighty nine to. 210 like you know what i mean so yeah that just shows you that casks are individual as well like you know no mm -hmm. oh, that's amazing the whole project uh, is it's mind-blowing the whole complexity of the project but what you're tasting in the glass i do have to take my hat off to you because i do think yeah. some of them much but much more in my taste than some of the other ones that i've tried but what you're getting for a very for a relatively young whiskey, a very young whiskey, is, yeah. is really and and, and and that's the thing too. Our, our whiskeys are, you know, going to get older. Like you know, yeah. Like we we probably we still bring out we probably still bring out some you know three and a half year old whiskeys at some stage of single farms maybe just to see how they how they're starting and what what they're like. Yeah. You can compare them then to some of the other ones that we we bought out, and you know we will have a ten year old, we will have a twelve year old down the yeah. line, you know. We don't have them at home because we're not old <laughs> enough. We don't have it, like, and we haven't sourced it from anywhere, like, so no. we don't have a 25 year old, yeah. Um, but I, I suppose the thing about it is, uh, for, for us as well, it's it's I think the conversation is probably going away from the age of it now, which is good, like, yeah. I think initially a lot of people were saying, Oh, it's very young, and I suppose one of the things are some some people have said to me. That the price is a bit ridiculous now, like you know, uh, mm. micro cuvee for ninety quid, like you know, for ninety euros, and it is cheap, like, but it's 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 probably a bit a bit pretentious maybe to say this, but we're making a super premium whiskey. Yeah, the inputs are like you said uh, earlier, Marty, about the Vinlock and and that the yeah. bottle, the grain the grain prices, you know, everything is just that little bit dearer, and they all add up, you know, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Uh, the CFO is still looking for a return. The investors are still looking for a return. So none, it none is of it's a little charity. Bit, none of it's no, a charity. It is a little. It is. It is expensive, but um, you know, there's a lot of uh, extra inputs gone into it, and yeah. you can get maybe two. As I saw someone saying, 
you could get a bottle of this and a bottle of this uh, for the same price. And of course you can. Uh, yeah. That's it. But but like you, you can get you can get your bottle of gear, you can get your bottle of picnic, but you won't get it again. You might get yeah. some of the other bottles again, but you won't get these again. They'll be they'll be gone. Like and and well, that's it. Like you know. I I always think the thing about any whiskey really, if you're going to spend money on a whiskey, I mean, and I'm talking once it goes sort of beyond the fifty quid plus, you know, the fifty mm. pound special fifty occasion, special well, The thing about it is you, you're not. You don't sit down to drink a huge amount of it. You know, you're not sitting down to drink no. with your mates. Uh, the point of it is, you get it out, have a maybe one or two on a on a Friday evening, you finish work for the week, and it's a special occasion. And if you take it for what it is, um, you can. I mean, I, I always bring up the, the likes of Black Bush. I never have any Black Bush in the house because I always go through it like water. Is it, you know, as soon as it comes to whiskey, that's what I reach for. Um, and that's perfect for that because it's 22, mm. 25 quid a bottle. But I can have one of them and then go, right, I fancy something nice tonight and lift something down that's yeah. a bit more expensive. I've one or two of those and set it back and that's me done. You know, so, you know, you pay for you pay for quality. That's unfortunately, that's just that. Yeah, and the, the other thing which I've heard a good bit as well is a group of whiskey enthusiasts or friends, they buy a bottle each of maybe five or six farms they come together they they might open the five or six on the same night but they definitely you know so between them they're able to do that and i think that's where whiskey clubs and that, that kind of thing comes in as well like yeah you can you can you can have your sheaves sound tonight your bally morgan your john moore whatever you know uh and and you can just have a, a nip of each um and and yeah. compare and contrast or, or talk about it and say yeah. well i like this one and I like this one because, yeah. And whenever you get now that the project, the whole Waterford project has started to settle down, and you start to see what it is, you're going right. Okay, what well, I can do is I can buy a one point one, and then we can buy maybe the one point two and see what the difference has been. What was the weather like? And then you start googling what the, you know. You go on to your, yeah. your terroir and find out what's going on, and you can actually spend a couple of hours over your two balls. Yeah. Researching the whole thing, like, etc., etc. Yeah, like uh, you mentioned earlier about the sound cloud of the farm, like you know, mm -hmm. and some people, it's a bit of a gimmick. It is a bit of a gimmick, like, but like that, it that that is the the farm sounds on whatever particular day that 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 uh, the guy went out and, and did it, like, and that's just you know, if if you want to play it in in the background as a you know a backing track to you taste the whiskey. Great, like you know, but like it's it's it like yeah, we wanted to do it. it it's a bit I mad. We brilliant. wanted to do it, but like, I, like, but for for me, like one of the, one of the things is, uh, I think someone contacted us say they were over in America, and they were from a particular area, and they got really emotional when they heard the wind, and <laughs> I think just rain, a rain, because it bought again it. It, it brought them back to when they were young in mm -hmm. living in, I, I think, somewhere in Wexford as well. Like, yeah. and it was just, you know, that's why I talk about whiskey is an emotion uh, aspect. Yeah. Uh, and like, if we can add to that experience, you know, why would we? When are you going to get a farm up near us, up near the, you know, the north, northeast oh, coast? We have. Coast. we have, we have, we have, we have, we have. Excellent. Excellent. Put me we down have. for a bottle. Put me down for a bottle straight we away. Have. There was one <laughs> we have. Gall, was there? There's one in Donegal, yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think of his name now. Uh, I think it's, oh, I could be wrong with this now. Is it Tin, Tin, Tinny? I can't think of it now. I can't think of it. But we have, we have farms in each province now. We have yeah. Leinster, obviously, because, you know, Wexford and Carlow and the whole lot, mm -hmm. Leash and Kildare. Uh, we have uh, we have the Jacksons in 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 um, Tipperary, which are organic. We have Con Murphy, uh, which is a father to a father-in-law to James, one of our distillers in Watford. And we also have, um, I think this year we have Flavins. Uh, mm -hmm. the, the the porridge people are, are, have supplied us uh, uh, with some barley. Uh, we have Brian Kenny in Galway, and we have. Uh, Oh, I can't think of the man's name in, in Donegal. So we have four provinces. Excellent. And again, like that, you know, they don't get in unless the quality is good. Yeah. Okay. Course, but, course. you know, but like, why wouldn't you try and get someone from Donegal or up around the north? Because uh, it's just different terroir. It's yes, just different terroir. Different terroir. And it gets great, gets yeah. great travel miles. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's it, too. Yeah. Well, she, she's not too far. She's probably. Not too far from Donegal. She's yeah. Well, she might give out to me now, but I think she she says she's based in Mead, but she's actually in Cavan. I think. <laughs> oh, good old Ulster woman. Good old Ulster woman like us. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Tyrone, Tyrone today with the football beating Kerry as well. So there's yeah. no chance against Mayo, but have they? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, if, if Mayo win that, Jeannie Mac, after whatever many years, it'll be, yeah, yeah, there won't, there won't be a, 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 a bull Milton Mayo for you. <laughs> <laughs> he will get a Zuckerberg. I talked about the black pigs tank once and they cut it off, and it's a real thing. But anyway, anyway. Oh. Uh, lethal, lethal. Uh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. So, the Cuvée is coming out on the first week in. In September, yeah. Price price point, what's it going to be roughly? Um, you know? I'd, I'd say it's probably going to be around the seventy five euro mark. Uh, seventy five euro. Uh, yeah. So I'd imagine. Uh, so I'm not sure what it's going to be in 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 pounds. Um, in, in around seventy five euro, I think. Yeah. Um, price or uh, sorry, ABV fifty, same as oh fifty. Yeah, all fifty. Uh, all all the Warfords are. Are fifty at the moment, mm -hmm. um, and you know natural natural whiskey, no yeah. chill filtering, and no no additives, no colouring. Yeah. Uh, now I genuinely am looking forward to it, Ned. Uh, I think, I think I, yeah, I, do, I, I honestly think I've, it's one of the whiskies that's coming out that I am actually really looking forward to because I think it will be. I think it'll live up to what you've been doing. I just have that feeling, you know. Yeah. Well, to be honest, you asked me earlier about being nervous about uh, the stills or, or and that. I am, you know, I'm looking forward to this, but still nervous at the same time because, yeah. like this, this is um, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, this lives up to the Watford expectations. Yeah, and uh, like the other thing is, if people want to knock Watford for, you know. I don't believe in terror or I don't believe in this and I don't believe in that. That, you know, fair enough, you can't do much about that. But mm -hmm. once people are honest about the whiskey and if they don't like it, that's grand. But if they're going to knock it because they just don't like Mark Rainier or they don't like what we're doing, that that'll give me a pain in my hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you know, I, if someone says I don't like it because this or that, the other grand, but if they're just knocking it because of, yeah. you know, yeah, they just don't like Mark or Terward, yeah. That's, you can't please that. People, people who are passionate seldom please everybody. That's that's kind of why they're. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. kind of why they yeah. are the way they are. Um, yeah, yeah. And people who are driven really upset people. So, <laughs> what, 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 yeah, what, well, I suppose that's how, what are you yeah, going yeah. to do. Now, uh, I th- I think Ned, I let you go to your bed, my friend. But I see you have the bottle up there in the background. You have a bottle, yeah. and it's it's open. And it's open. Andy's going to make us all and jealous. It's, <laughs> and it's probably, it's half full now at this stage, I think. Can you see? See, mm-hmm. you can't see the level on that either. No, see, nobody knows how much you've drunk. Half, half full. <laughs> we sort of can, we sort of can, we sort of can. The, uh, no, uh, the, and there's the, the lid for Yeah. Didn't lock. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I don't, I, I just Lee looks. Lee's label. It looks. It just looks sharp, you know. It looks totally different. Stand is, out, stands out from the crowd. Yeah, stands you know, out. stands out from the crowd. So, Ned, thank you very much for joining us, my friend. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you have one of the best stories. Uh, the whole Waterford project is interesting, but you've got one of the best stories in Irish whiskey. You really do. Um, to where you've where you've come from, uh, where you are now, and where you're going. As Round of applause, mate. Well done. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks very much, lads, and thanks for your support as well. Um, and uh, I, I suppose not just of us, but you know, of all all the Irish whiskies and stuff, <laughs> it's it's great to see it. And um, you were saying earlier on, you had a good few viewers in India and all that. And I suppose that's testimony to the fact that you know you, you're down to earth, lads, as well. You're not into the old yeah. BS, and and that you know that that sits well, sits well with me, like you know. Yeah, I, I can't be doing it. I see all that. There's, that's, that's probably why I'm not a member of any of the whiskey clubs because I just, I, I don't mean not to cast aspersions on any whiskey clubs, but I, I've seen some of the stuff and it's just, oh God, <laughs> just not for me. Yeah. Just, unfortunately, yeah. it's not for me. No. But guys, uh, thank you very much and uh, thanks everybody for watching. Justin will tell you all the details of where you can get it as always. Um, that's it. Uh, tomorrow it's repeated on LinkedIn and Instagram. If you ask your smart speaker, I won't say her name, uh, whether it's the G1 or the A1 to play Irish Whiskey Review podcast, it'll play it uh, probably tomorrow, maybe tonight. And uh, well, uh, we have a, a separate podcast out on Wednesdays, wherever you get your podcast from, tune in to Irish Whiskey Review. And we're also on Reddit now as well. So if you want to search for us, Using whiskey, whiskeys, bourbon, or scotch and Reddit, you'll find us there as well. Good night. <laughs>